0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. <coughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. It's like uh it was like um like one of those it was like one of those cheers when someone putts and they get real close to the hole. I like it. It's humbling. Thank you, Father. Okay. So, Father, we just ask that the the words of our mouth and the meditation of of your heart, our heart, your heart, may it be pleasing, acceptable, and a blessing to you, Father. We pray, Father God, that we will decrease. And the anointed one of Israel, Father. That which you hold above your own name will be increased. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So we bring greetings from the land of Hades, oh, Haiti. Like a a slip-up there, intentional, where, where Hades and the kingdom of heaven are constantly crossing paths. And just when everything is destroyed, everything is restored. And just when everything is restored, everything is destroyed, so that it may be restored yet again. For the glory of our Father. Um, it is without a doubt, I'm certain that some of you have come here this morning and some of you are in a tough place, a place where you need a word of encouragement or you need a, a, a word of perhaps validation or perhaps you need a word um, to lift you up, uh, but uh, you're not going to get any of that this morning. <laughs> Because I have not been sent here to speak to that part of you that needs that encouragement. You see, I recognize that this is a reality that we face. But the part of you that needs encouragement is the part that's going to die. There's something else in there that needs no encouragement for he is the encourager. And he is... And that's why you need a word of encouragement. Because the encourager inside of you is sleeping. But once he wakes up, you will no longer need a word of encouragement. You will be the word of encouragement. Hallelujah. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. (laughs) Glory to God. I have no idea where this is going, but I just know that there's only one message. (laughs) There's only one message. There's only one word. And it is the message that brings you to the place where it is no longer I that live, but the anointed one who lives in me. I am um, going to jump into this week's Torah portion. If uh, you're new to this, you have no idea what I'm talking about. It's okay. It really is okay. Our Father's got this. It's a setup. <laughs> he's He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Hallelujah. So I guess the Torah portions, like every every week, we go through the cy- cycle of the the Torah scroll. And you know, the Torah scroll, the way it is here, like you know, you get to the end and then you have to go back to the beginning. On the first day, <laughs> uh, well, the first day, yes, the first day of the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles when you return back to the beginning. And it, if you could see in spirit, you really don't return back to the beginning. The, the, the beginning and the end are at the same moment in time. That ought to encourage somebody because, because yeah, I'm not really here to encourage, so if you feel encouraged, you know, part of your flesh jumped in there to listen to that word, you, you see, you see the, the end and the beginning are at the same time time that's it's a blessing because you know whatever you're going through it's not the end or the beginning you're just in the cycle to get you to the place where the end is the beginning if you're confused that's good that's good I'm trying to confuse myself see I don't want to start speaking anything I understand because then you'll just hear what I understand and you didn't come here to hear what I understand you came here to hear something that is going to transform And that's what I want to hear, you know? It's funny, you know, nowadays there's still places that, you know, they don't want to hear women speak or they don't want this to speak. Or yeah, I don't understand. I I just want the spirit of God to speak. I don't care who speaks it. I don't care if it's a woman. I don't care if it's a donkey. I don't care if it's a cat. I don't care what it is. I just want to hear my father's voice. I don't I don't I don't want to agree with anything so you're going to get in trouble some of you are already saying amen so don't say amen what do you say amen? no you can say amen you can't so. <laughs> but, but I, I, we want to be challenged we want to be challenged we want to hear something we never heard before we, let me tell you something when yeshua was walking 2000 years ago walking on this earth when he spoke people never said amen as a matter of fact he said amen amen i say to you and everyone was like what that what's he talking about <sighs> So, Father, challenges this morning, challenges, (laughs) give us something we don't know, reveal something we've never seen before causes to get to the place where we will say amen, not because we're in agreement, but because we've been transformed and something inside of us speaks through us. It's not even us. There's someone inside of us that says amen, and we didn't even mean to open up our mouth and speak, because it is the son of glory in us agreeing with the word of the Father. That's what we want to agree to. Not what I believe, not what I understand. I want Yeshua inside of me to come out of my mouth and say amen, 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 i say i don't want to agree get myself in so much trouble all the time disclaim there is a possibility you might be offended between now and the beginning but that's okay because that thing in you that it's getting offended will not be there at the beginning or at the end because you're being transformed and our God is unoffendable because he pays no attention to words that come to the flesh or from the flesh. Thank you, Father. So in this week's Torah portion, there's a lot of things going on. And, and I often explain this to people. You may know this already, but I, there's more about Messiah in the Old Testament than there is in the New Testament. Revelation of Messiah, Father, we ask for a revelation of Messiah in a way we've never seen or heard before this morning, Father God, that this thing may transform itself. This thing, this thing, this thing. Like the angel said to Miriam, this thing, this thing in you, not this child in you, this thing, it's a thing, there's a thing. Father, help us to understand that we may become this thing. Uh, We know the stories. You know, someone read it and someone called me up and they said, Rabbi, I don't understand. What's the revelation? What's the revelation of this week's Torah portion? I said, I don't know. I don't know. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta go read it yourself, not as a human, but say, Father, I have the mind of Christ. Help me understand with the mind of Christ. I don't want this word to, to be something that I grasp with my human mind. I want it to be something I don't grasp, and suddenly it's going to become a reality. And so as 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 I was going and i I, I you know it's, you know a rabbi, I'm the senior rabbi, so i got i got you know I didn't even look at the torah portion, so I had to go back is you know you gotta get an app, you gotta get something you know you gotta click on something to tell you what the Torah portion for the week is it's helpful, so I went there and. Oh, you know, Jacob, he's running away. He puts his head on the stone. Revelation, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I didn't even see that one, but there it is. It's just, there's stuff there that you've, you, you could read a million times, and you'd never see it. But as, I, as I'm seeing this development, I mean, he, leaves, uh, he leaves his father's house. He runs. He puts his head on the thing, and then there's uh, the, the, the ladder going up to heaven. Uh, angels ascending and descending. by the way if you're wondering where this is going I'm just trying to speak nonsense to make sure that people in the flesh will just walk out so that we can start talking about spiritual (laughs) things making it difficult on me we're gonna get right to it now. Okay, so, so there's, there's a ladder. There's a ladder. There's not stairs. You, ever, you, you, you gotta read this. Why is there a ladder? Why are there no stairs? You know, and he's buying a wait, It's stairs. Why is it a ladder? What's the difference between a ladder and a stitch? You, you can't read the scripture and you get stuck and say, well, it's a ladder. Wait, why is it a ladder? You see, I'm dyslexic. I can't even get past the second verse because I can't understand the first three letters. So I'm stuck. Why is it a letter? Why is he putting anointing all on the stone? Why why are the angels ascending and descending? I thought they would be descending and ascending. That makes sense to me. They come from the throne of God. They descend and then they ascend. But the story says that their angels were ascending and descending, which means they start here and they go there, which means the kingdom is not where I think it is. It's somewhere else. They they begin here and go out. Come on now. Everyone's waiting for the kingdom. Oh, Lord, come out the kingdom. When the kingdom come, it, everybody's waiting for the kingdom. The kingdom is waiting for you. It's here. It starts here. We're trying to understand. I don't know what is going on. But, but you see, it, 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 oh, he done went. And someone says to me, oh, you know what? Laban done messed him up. I say, wait a minute. You're trying to understand the story from, 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 from a human point of view. You can't understand this story from a human point of view. you got to get out of this story and say, Father, this makes no sense. You need to explain divinely exactly what this means. And then Adonai begins to unveil. And then you begin to realize you can't understand this week's Torah portion unless you jump into last week's Torah portion and understand what was going there so that you can get to next week's Torah portion and then you'll understand this week's Torah portion. (laughs) Hallelujah. So let's go back a little bit. You don't mind. We got a Shabbat don't end until what? Like 9 o'clock tonight? (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. By the way, I didn't hear the disclaimer. You're free to come. You're free to go. Free to come. Free to go. Service started last night, sunset. It's just going to keep going. Free to come. Free to go. Here's something that messes you up. Don't blame me. I didn't wake you up this morning and tell you to come over here. Spirit of the Lord is doing something. You need to understand. Hallelujah. So here we go. Here we go. Jacob. Jacob. Your brother is out looking to hunt a meal for your father. Because your father is about to die. Jacob, go and get the blessing of the older brother while your older brother is away hunting. Mom, bad idea. If my father discovers that it's me asking for the blessing, not only will I not get a blessing, I will get a curse instead. You know, it cracks me up. People always look at Jacob as like, ah, he's a supplantist and not stealing everything. Let me tell you something. He ain't steal nothing. First of all, he bought it outright. Bowl of lentils. That was a deal. He bought it. And it was not his idea to go get the blessing from the father. It wasn't his idea. It was his mother's idea. And everybody puts Jacob down, but they forget about his mother. See, behind every Jacob, there's a mother. If it's not one thing, it's your mother. Yeah, you, you got it. Behind Jacob is a mother. And this mother said to Jacob, Jacob, don't you worry about it. Let the curse Let this curse, let this thing you're envisioning, let this thing you're imagining come on me. Go and do as I say. Let me tell you something. You see, you need to understand who this woman is. You see, there is a bride who's not afraid that the curse will fall on her because her job is to push the younger son to get the blessing of the older brother. Oh, we're not there yet, but we're going to get there fast. She's not afraid. Why is she not afraid? Because when that Jacob was still inside of her belly, God spoke to her and said, In your womb there are two nations, and the younger one will lord over the older one. So when God speaks a word over your life, you don't have to worry about the consequences, because what he said will be. For he has already seen what he has said. (laughs) For he's at the end in the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Don't be afraid, Jacob. <laughs> I, Mom, you know I can't hunt. I cannot hunt. I can't hit a squirrel, but I can't. I don't, no, don't you worry about it. I got me a couple of little kids. <laughs> That's kids that uh, are like little goats. <laughs> I think see that's a revelation everybody calls kids kids, It's because you hate you're being a hater, see you're like a kid, look at these kids, look at these kids, come on, kids, but what, a bunch of little goats, <laughs> they're children, hallelujah <laughs> no two little goats. Bring these two little baby goats. Come over here. And he says, Mom, this ain't going to work. I don't sound like my brother. I don't look like my brother. I don't smell like my brother. This is not going to work. And his mother says, shut your mouth. Get over here. She takes them little goats. She hacks them up. She takes the the fur of the goat. And she starts putting on his eyes because apparently his brother was very hairy. And she made his arms look like the older brother. He says, Mom, this ain't going to work. My brother is hairy around the neck. Like this morning, my sister-in-law says, you got, you got to clean the hair off your man. She done shaved me in the back of my neck. So I look like Jacob. I got no hair. Apparently, Esau was like one of them people you see like in the, in, you know, in, in, come on, you know what I'm talking about. You go to the beach or something, you know, you see somebody, you're not sure. Say, what happened? Where does the hairline stop? Yeah, you, you, you see, this, this is a problem. You go out, you go get your hair done and, and and you know, if if they trim like here, you're okay. But when they start trimming and bringing a shirt down a little bit, they don't know where to begin to trim. This is... This is Esau. Esau is a hairy man. He's a hairy man who don't trim. (laughs) He's hairy. He's hairy. Oh, glory. Where are we going? We're going somewhere. I don't know. We're going somewhere. So he's a hairy man. Jacob is like, I don't look like him. And that mother done wrapped around his arms some skin to make him furry. Just think, did you ever a pet a goat? If you haven't, can you imagine what it's like to pet a goat? Well, if you were caressing Esau's arms, you'd be caressing a goat. And, then, and he said, Mom, my brother's hairy everywhere. So she went and took some of that skin and wrapped it around his neck. Oh, can you imagine it all slimy? All- She just cut this up, wrap it around this and sewed it together. Oh, oh, I remember when I was a child, my mother used to make me like, she would like wash me up in the morning to go to church, and and then she put me a a sweater to pick it around my neck. And I'd be like, oh, oh. She's like, what's wrong with you? I'm I'm going to church. That's what's wrong with Oh, to this day, I can't have anything around my neck. I got issues. Don't laugh, you got issues too. You're just good at hiding them. Oh, I still have this issue thing, so I can only imagine Jacob. He's got this thing around his neck. And, and then he's like, my mom is this ain't gonna work. My brother is always out in the field. I'm always here sewing with you. You know, I don't even smell like your brother. And she says, Don't worry. She goes and she takes the coat of the older brother and puts it on Jacob. And she says, Now go and get the blessing from your father. And Jacob, you can just imagine. Now we're going to get to the Torah portion this week, but you can't understand this week's Torah portion if you don't understand last week's Torah portion. So, so he comes to the, the, the door, and his father says, Who's that? And he says, It's me. Esau, and the father says, come closer. I-, I don't recognize this voice. Come closer. I can't see very well, but my hearing is still okay. Come closer that I may hear the voice of my older son. And Esau, come a little closer. Says, Who is this? This is Esau. Now, I I need you to understand, you have an older brother, and his name is Yeshua, his name is Jesus, and every time you come to the Father, and he says, who is this, who is this, the Father don't care if you say, oh, it's Peter, oh, it's John, oh, it's Mary, he don't even listen to that prayer, he wants to hear the voice of the older brother. And you need to come to him as Jesus. You need to come to him in the name of Jesus. You need to come in his name. So when the father says, who's this? You say, it is I, Yeshua. Oh, but the father ain't no dummy. Maybe he can't see too good. But his voice, your voice, don't match Yeshua's voice. So he says, come closer. When you come to the Father as Yeshua, immediately he says, I may not recognize the sound of the voice, but come close to me that I may touch and see if you truly are who you say you are. Jacob got closer to the Father, and the Father felt his arms. He felt his neck. He smelt the coat on his back. And the father said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the arms, the neck the clothing, the smell is my oldest son and I will give you the blessing. Let me tell you something. Those animals represent the sacrifice, Yeshua. This is why the scripture says put on Christ. Put on Christ. Put on Christ. You have been clothed in Christ. So when you come to the father you are supposed to come dressed with his skin, dressed with his neck, dressed with his mantle that you may walk in there and the father may be so confused. He don't know know that you you sound like somebody else but he feels you he smells you he can smell the blood of the lamb all over you and he will give you the blessing that belongs to Yeshua your older brother and this is why Yeshua said great things you have seen me do but greater things you shall do because i go to father don't think you can walk up in that park. don't even think you can walk up in that tent Oh, hi, this is, this is John. I'm here in Jesus' name. No, 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 no. That's not going to work. You have to come and throw away your name. Come into the tent and speak to your father as the older brother. And you will get the older brother's blessing uh, that's what's wrong with religion you see congregations are supposed to be a bride that is like rebecca constantly pushing the younger brother to go get yes she was blessing But instead, you have been beat down and made to think, we're all sinners, we're all sinners, sinners saved by grace. No, correction, you were a sinner saved by grace. It is no longer you that lives, Messiah who lives in you. Well, then why do I still sin? Well, because that flesh of yours is very, very, (laughs) it's trying to force its way out. It's a little quiet in here. You have to understand this story is deeper than we comprehend. This story is speaking about the reality that God has a blessing that He has intended from the beginning to pass on to to the younger, to the younger, to the younger, to the younger brother and until you start walking in the authority and and it's unlawful it's unlawful I can't do that yeah it's unlawful for a man to do that but you're not a man you're a new creation you're not descendants of the first Adam you're descendants of the second Adam Sons and daughters of God. You are the God generation. Put on. Put on. I I know we're stuck at the cross. So I just want to sit at the cross. At some point, get your butt up off the cross and take that mantle that they're trying to, 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 to roll dice for us. Excuse me, that's mine and put on the mantle that they put on the king, put it on and walk in the authority of your elder brother for this reason he came, for this reason he became sin that you may become the righteousness of God. Never mind. Oh, this world is such a mess. Oh, I can't wait for Jesus to come. Oh, Lord, get us out of here. This world is such a mess. Oh, it's darkness everywhere. What the heck? He said you are the light of the world. That's why you're here. Because there's darkness around. You were placed here because there's darkness all around. You're not placed here to have an opinion over who's the president or over rights of humanity you are here for the rights of the kingdom of heaven to manifest your father's kingdom as ambassadors as ambassadors of a kingdom that is not of this world not to leave this world but to bring the father's kingdom to this world as he said your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven you see, it messes it all up, and you begin to hear the word as Yeshua. Suddenly, that depressed thing in you starts going. What about me? What about me? What about me? What about me? Hey, and you gotta tell that thing inside of you, shh, 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 shut up. I kind of like what I'm hearing here. <laughs> Shut dip I'm sorry. It shut the hell up. It, it, because it's hell. It, it, it's a whimpering coming from the kingdom of Hell. <laughs> Die that the king may live. <laughs> Learn from John the Baptist. Oh, I must decrease, that he may increase. Okay, Lord, what's happening now? What's happening? Is he really the Messiah? <laughs> you forgot what you just said? You said you must decrease that he may increase, and now you want to find out if he's the Messiah? <laughs> you don't need to know this information. Just know that blind eyes are being opened. <laughs> the lame are walking. The kingdom is going forward. Okay. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I prepare the way, (laughs) prepare the way, prepare the way. John the Baptist in the spirit of Elijah. (laughs) Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next is you need to lose your head. That's what's next. Because there's a new head in town. Because he has a body. (laughs) But he's the head. He needs a body. He doesn't know where the body is. He's looking for a body. Because it says that that the son of man has no place to put his head. That He's not looking for a bed. He's looking for a body to stick his head on. John the Baptist needs to lose his head because he's about to get a new head, the mind of Messiah. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) This is the generation. (laughs) This is the Yeshua generation. This is the... (laughs) Know ye not, ye are Christ's. There's no apostrophe in the original. It's a plural word. That's funny because Jesus is actually a plural. Do you ever think about that? Just just, just about. Like I'm Peter. <laughs> Mary. John. Jesus. There's a, a multiplication there. It's a plural thing. He came to multiply himself. See, salvation is a free gift. What you do with it afterwards, (laughs) you either manifest the Father's kingdom, or you're just like, I'm saved by the blood of the Lamb. (laughs) When are you (laughs) going to start presenting yourself as a living sacrifice? Because you are becoming the Lamb. (laughs) Mm. Clothe yourself as the anointed one and walk in and ask the Father. And then you'll get it. And that's not today's message. That's just a prelude of the message. Because as soon as he get, and you know he gets it, he gets the Father's blessing and he's like, <laughs> and his mother goes, run! <laughs> run! That reminds me, I, I watch a lot of re- ridiculous stuff and there's this really funny thing, there's <laughs> it's this guy, he's, he's dressed as, as like, a, like, a, like a sheik or something, and he goes up to people and he, he drops a bag and he runs, <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a sound that plays, run, <laughs> everyone is running. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> it's hilarious. So this other guy was just he was doing it was just a test, you know. So <laughs> he had a black bag. He he was dressed as a Christian with a little Bible and he went up to some strangers and he dropped the black bag on his hand in Jesus name and he ran away. And everyone's looking at him like, "What?" What? He kind of kicked it. It ought to be the other way around. <laughs> People ought to oughta be moved. <laughs> by a drop off of the king. Why don't they move? (laughs) Because they consider us a bunch of wimps. (laughs) Why? Because we don't know that greater is he who lives in us than he who is in this world. So he gets the father's blessing, he runs off. His brother comes in. Here I am, father. Father says, who are you? Esau. Well, who was the other one? I, I don't know. But, there was somebody else here? Yes, there was somebody else here. Oh, Father. Oh, Father. Oh, my Father, don't you have a little blessing for me? Have you not saved a little blessing for me, Father? Oh, Father, come on. I can't. See, the blessing that comes from the Father cannot be revoked. You need to understand this. The the blessing that comes from the Father cannot be revoked. Even if it was obtained incorrectly, it cannot be revoked. That which comes out cannot go back in. Father... Don't you have anything? Oh, I wish I could open up your eyes to see that this weeping is the same as Eli <laughs> Eli My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you taken your eyes off of me? Because you just shed your blood to save your younger brother who had no merit. But by your blood, he's become righteous. So now the father turns his attention on the younger brothers and sisters of the king. And removed his eyes from the son who was on the cross. For your sake, not just to save you, but to give you his glory. Even greater, to make you his glory. You need to know who your father is. You need to know who you truly are. The father cannot take back what was spoken. And Esau's devastated. He's like, I swear to God, as soon as my father's dead, I'm going to hunt down that good for nothing. That, That kid was a in my butt, in the womb, I'm taking him out. He got the blessing. Jacob got the blessing. He got the blessing. You see, in the beginning, we got the blessing. You think you got it? Let me tell you something. You just got set up. It's a setup. You got set up. You see, because you got the blessing, but the blessing has not yet been formed <laughs> you see you have it you can't lose it but it's not yet formed you're immature you don't understand you don't understand that the blessing comes with a responsibility that god never told you ahead of time because if he would've, you would have you would have never taken the blessing now you don't know. You're set up. So you're like, oh, I'm free. Oh, I'm free. Thank God at last. I'm free at last. I'm free at last. Hallelujah. My brother ain't around. I got the father's blessing of the older brother. Now I can rest peacefully. You done go take a, a rock. Oh, come on, somebody. See, every time you read about a rock, you shouldn't know what the rock is. Hey, and he done put the rock down. He done put anointing on the rock. He done went to sleep and he gets this vision. He saw a stairway to heaven. No, no stair is a ladder. He's a ladder. What does this mean? Ascending and descending. He's a ladder. Oh, I don't have time to sit here and explain to you what was he seeing. He was seeing a DNA strand of his innermost being. God was showing him. Let me show you something. I I gave you the blessing, but this thing ain't done yet. Now I'm going to go inside of you and transform this DNA so that you can walk as Israel instead of Jacob. It's going to take a while. Trouble's going to come your way. You can't just get it. I'm just showing you a vision of what's coming. Oh, oh, nothing new under the sun. It's a spiral. It's a spiral stair. It's a sp- No, it ain't no, don't say, mm. it's a ladder. It's not a stair. The angels ascending and descending. You know what they're doing? Oh, please forgive me. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. They're just going to the first rung. (laughs) And they're adjusting it. They go to the second rung. They're adjusting it. Every. That goes downhill for Jacob. It's not downhill for God. God is sending his angels to fine tune every la- rung in the DNA of your life until you can strum yourself. <laughs> that didn't sound right, but you know what I mean. You strum yourself, and there is a chord that resonates the sound of God's voice that's why they're ascending and descending on this ladder to make sure that everything is fine-tuned and it's going to take a while it can't happen overnight it has to take seven years that's for him to get what he wants and another seven years for him to get what God wants for him there's your 14 years that he has to work and everything is falling apart but God has it covered because it's a setup from God He gets the vision. You can have the vision. don't mean you have the revelation. And the very first thing he does, he comes to the land, and there's shepherds. And the shepherds are taking care of their flock. And then he sees this beautiful girl come with her little flock. Now you gotta understand. When you first get the blessing, you start walking, but you're immature. So the blessing, you think you're going to be able to get what you want because you got the blessing. You don't understand. God put the blessing on you so that God can put on you what he wants. It's not your desire. It's what God's plan is. And in your desire, you automatically gravitate to the most beautiful thing you see at that moment before you're prepared. And what does he do? What does he do? There is a well and there is a rock. And he says, hey, I got to give water to the girl. And they said, it's not time. It's not time. Can I tell you there is a time and a season where it's not time to speak the word of God but when you're walking in the flesh, because you're walking around with a blessing you think you can roll the rock. Come on Yeshua didn't come out of the grave Yeah, There ain't no time to be t- giving water to the sheep if it's not time for this revelation yet. Yeah? What does he do? He rolls the rock and they get water but it was out of time so he wanted to lace himself with the one who was connected to the flesh, The one who could not have any children see just because you got the blessing don't mean you're prepared to walk in the authority of that blessing so out of time out of turn he rolls the rock water comes he falls in love with this girl and because he's walking around with the blessing he thinks he can get what he wants so he meets the girl's father and he says Man, mm-hmm. uh, the Lord done sent me here. I didn't see no ladder. No, it's, yeah, yeah, ladder. I got the blessings on me. See, he didn't say that, but he knows it because he's walking in it. He's like, ah. <laughs> oh, glory, <laughs> you know who I am? <laughs> and it's like, okay, now that I got the blessing, let me see what I want. Ooh, that is a mighty fine girl. Scripture says that, what was it, uh, Rachel? was was a, a figurely woman. What does, it, what, what does it say? Was a, w- a, a woman of figurely stature. Is that what the King James said? She was a fine woman. Fine looking woman. And then it says that Leia had like what? tired eyes. I think maybe they were crossed. I don't know. I don't even know what tired eyes mean. I mean, my glory has tired eyes sometimes, but she still looks beautiful to me. i <laughs> I don't understand what it even means. But apparently, apparently there is a bride with tired eyes. A bride who does not have a shapely figure. A, sh- a, a bride who does not have any form that would cause us to gravitate towards her. Hello, somebody. Where did we hear that about the anointed one of Israel? That he had a form that nobody would be drawn to him. There is a bride that has no outward appearance of anything. And God has not forgotten you if you're that bride. Because he knows that you may not have the love that you want or that you deserve but God has a plan outside of what you think and understand he's not done Jacob said I'll tell you what I I I work seven years for Rachel and that girl's so good looking and it says that seven years was like minutes. He could not wait. Wedding night, <laughs> glory. <laughs> glory. <laughs> and it's very, he breaked in wine on your wedding night. <laughs> glory. <laughs> Whoa. All night long, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory. What's happening? Oh, come on, don't get all holy on me. All night long, glory, 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 glory. But then the sun rose. He woke up from his slumber, and it went to caress her hair. And that, wait a minute, what is going on? Who you? You know, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? He just came from doing exactly the same thing to his father. Now he thinks that he can walk away with a blessing and that payback, payback. See, payback is, mm, I'm just saying, what goes around. Oh, you don't like it when it happens to you. You don't you don't like it when it happens to you. But guess what? Just like you, being the younger one, got the blessing of the older. This night you just then gave the blessing to the older one that you did not want to give to. <laughs> this girl's about to have a baby. <laughs> huh? You see, you gotta understand the messianic line does not come from Rachel, it comes from Leah. <laughs> Because she got laid. Out. <gasps> oh, glory. Hanging, hanging. there. Hang in there. Let me explain this to you. This girl became pregnant. And she wanted the love of her husband. It's not her fault that she's not lovely. She wants the love. And then she has a first son. And she names him Reuben. Reuben means behold the son. She believed if I can give him a son. Look at the son. He will love me. But the scripture says he did not love her. Can you imagine, can you just imagine being in that kind of relationship where somebody's with you just because you can have children, but they're thinking and dreaming about somebody else? So she has another son. She calls him Simeon because she says, certainly the Lord has heard Shema, he has heard my cry, My, like I'm in anguish. My son doesn't, my father, my son, my father, the Holy Spirit doesn't, <laughs> that, that. my husband doesn't love me. I give him children, he doesn't love me. And he was hoping that Shimeon, the name, means listen to me, listen to my weeping. And that didn't do it. So again, she had another son. She named him Levi. And Levi means to be attached to, perfectly joined to. She said, certainly by the third son. My husband will be attached to me. And she herself needed to feel validated. She needed to have this, but she could not get it. And after the third son, she became pregnant yet again. But this time, she had a different name for her son. She named him Yahuda, because Judah means praise. At this point, she says, it's time to stop trying to get a blessing from Jacob. I don't need to be loved by Jacob. Now it's time to praise the Lord. And when she said, it's time to praise the Lord, I no longer need validation from humanity. It's time to praise the Lord. At that moment, the messianic sign, the, the, the messianic uh, seed is activated through her yeah. <laughs> And the line of kings comes forth. The lion of the tribe of Judah is coming forth. Because she stopped trying to get validation from humans. And it wasn't until he had worked... 14 years, that Jacob was free to take off, not realizing that the love of the flesh was the love that would bring the idols with her, and not realizing that God has got this covered. God needed to put an end to that relationship spiritually. And God knew that Jacob would have to speak the words to do it. Because the blessing is on Jacob. And when Laban said, I know somebody in your house stole my gods. Jacob opened up his mouth and said, let the one who has your gods be dead. And sure enough, Rachel, as she gave birth to Benjamin, breathe her last and when it was time for israel to die and be buried they asked him where are you going to be buried with and he chose to be buried with leah because he understood there's a way that seems right unto man but the end leads to destruction My Father's ways are not my ways. God's ways are not our ways. You are surrounded by difficulties. You are surrounded by many things right now that are difficult in your life, and you've been praying and you're wondering, why why isn't God answering me? I'm going to tell you something. God cannot answer you because he's the one who placed you in the situation you are so that you can be transformed, so that your DNA can be divinely transformed through your trials, your difficulties, your faults, your mistakes, your failures. He is fine-tuning you, and when he's done with you, the whole universe will stand silent to hear the sound of God's voice coming through you. Because you have been set up. You have been set up on eagles' wings. You have been set up. And this is why it says that you are seated with Messiah in heavenly places. You have been set up. Enjoy the ride. Your father has it covered.